Hello and welcome to Counting Sheep. My name is Sean and this is my first episode recorded. Um, So just to give you a rundown of what this podcast will be about. uh, Essentially, it's a kind of a rundown of my day or even the news, I guess, that I come across. Um, You know, I'd like to think things over at the end of the night. And this, uh, this is what that is. I'm just giving a rundown of, uh, you know, what I found interesting. So one of the first topics I wanted to talk about was um, the homeless issue uh, in Austin right now. So I've been in Austin area or in Austin since uh, 2009, I believe. Um, Austin has always had a homeless issue since since I moved there. Um, you know, uh, it seems over the years as Austin has got uh, a lot more busier and uh, more expensive as well, very expensive. Uh, the The homeless issue has has gotten progressively worse. Um, here just a couple of years ago, I believe in 2019, uh, Austin City Council, I believe it was, um, changed a city ordinance that made it legal for um, anyone that was homeless to pretty much camp anywhere in public. Uh, obviously, there was this was a controversial decision um, that led to a lot of conflict with uh, the public versus the homeless. So as you can imagine, when you do away with the city ordinance uh, such as that, uh, it it could lead to some, um, uh, like I said, big conflict. And that's exactly what happened. as soon as that city ordinance was was killed or lifted or whatever you want to call it, um, you know the homeless started uh, laying, making camps pretty much anywhere and everywhere in Austin. Um, so obviously under overpasses and bridges, um, high traffic intersections, uh, you know really highly populated areas. Um, there's a beautiful Ladybird Lake in Austin uh, that has a popular a popular trail that goes around it that um, some homeless have have entrenched themselves in and around. Uh, it's led to a lot of uh, pollution, I guess you would say. Um, around the lake or pretty much anywhere they might be. Uh, so uh, when this initially was was re- was repealed, the city ordinance, um, I think I even remember homeless were pretty much camping out directly in front of businesses and on the sidewalk. In, in front of businesses on main streets of, of downtown Austin. Um, so at the moment, there is a 
Proposition 1, I believe, uh, that is coming up to vote on May 1st in Austin that pretty much puts the city ordinance that was back in, uh, that was lifted back in place uh, to kind of revert things to how they were. Um, you know, so the issue at the moment is, is obviously a lot of people feel that we have to do something with or for um, these people that are experiencing homelessness. Uh, you know, they're, they're obviously not, you know, it's not an infestation of roaches or rats. You know, these are people that we're dealing with. Um, obviously, a lot of them have issues such as, you know, mental health issues, um, maybe alcohol issues. Um, there's probably a good chunk of them that are that are veterans, you know, and and uh, I'm of the, of the belief that that we need to help them. Uh, you know, I, I don't live in Austin anymore, uh, but obviously it's it's an issue that uh, I I feel that it's it's close to me. Um, you know, I'm 10, 15 minutes away from Austin. I'm there all the time. Uh, I see the homelessness. Um, I do agree that it, it is not a very pretty sight uh, whenever you have people coming in from out of state, out of country, and, and they hear how beautiful and great Austin is. And one of their first impressions or sights that they see is a homeless encampment that is just littered with with, with debris, um, trash, um, pollution, whatever you want to call it, shopping baskets. I mean, you name it. Um, so I, I totally agree with with you know, that it's not a great sight to see. Um, but, you know, the question is, what do we do with, with the homeless? Um, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a question that no major city or actually any city in this country has figured out yet. None. There's no city in this country that has it figured out. Um, you know, every major city has has an issue with, with homelessness, homelessness. Um, it's just, you know, sadly it's, it's, it's a, it's a, a byproduct, I guess. I'm, I, I don't know if that's the correct way to put it, but a byproduct of, of being a major city. Um, you know, uh, Austin does have, uh, homeless resources, um, for them to use, um, they've actually tried to purchase properties, uh, to house the homeless. And, and you would think like, oh man, that sounds great. Like, Hey, they're trying to do something They're they're, they're purchasing, um, uh, uh, vacant hotels, I believe, or one hotel that I know of. And they're actually, uh, in the process of, uh, process of purchasing another property. Um, at the moment, which they're keeping secret. Um, so the issue with that, obviously, is there's local business owners um, that are located in downtown Austin that do not want a, a, a homeless 
uh, hotel or housing next to their business. And it's like, you know, it's, it's just, it's like shit, man. Like, you know, you don't want them on a corner panhandling. You don't want them camped outside of your business. Uh, they, they, they get housing, you know, the city of Austin is looking for housing, um, you know, proper housing and, and you don't want them there either, you know? So it's like, it's just shit, you know, damned if you do damn if you, damned if you don't. Um, so, you know, the, the question is still out there. What happens, uh, to these people that are experiencing homelessness, you know, where do they go? Where do they fit in in uh, in society? Um, you know, I, I think, well, I, I feel like most people get that they need help. Um, you know, I've seen some links posted um, by local TV stations and I've, I've read some of the comments, which are pretty nasty, um, you know, just pretty much referring to them as, as animals or, or, or scum or, or just, you know, something less than human, you know, which, which, uh, I, I find pretty offensive, you know, I, I think, uh, any human should be helped, uh, you know, especially someone obviously in the need of help, of help. Um, you know, these are, these aren't things that we're talking about. These are actual, you know, living, breathing people that that need help, you know. So I'm real interested to see what happens with, I believe it's like I said, I think I believe it's Proposition 1. I'm real interested to see what happens with that and where it goes. Um, Austin does have a plan in place right now that um, they, do, they do plan on... on getting the homeless into housing despite what happens with proposition one. Um, I feel like proposition one will most likely pass. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, the, the people advocating against proposition one are, uh, you know, pretty much in a mindset that, um, you know, it shouldn't be criminal to be homeless you know, which, which, uh, you know, I think what happens with proposition one, it makes it illegal to camp out. It will make it illegal to camp out in certain sections of Austin. Um, so, you know, you have these people that are homeless and, you know, so you're going to arrest them, throw them in jail, fine them. You know that that doesn't solve anything. It does not solve anything. It, it it just you know moves the the problem or it it, it delays um, a solution to to figuring out the problem. You know, so um, that's that's what the advocates against. Proposition one, that's what their argument is, is that it shouldn't be illegal or criminal um, to be homeless. You know, um, it's, it's just a, a, as much of uh, it's just a, a waste of resources to find people, incarcerate people that obviously can't help their situation. They're not going to be able to to pay the fines 
um, that are imposed on them. Um, but also to the, the, the other side of it is that, you know, the, the, the trash and the pollution and the debris that's left behind them, uh, in the current state of things is also not helpful. And it's also not a good use of public resources either, you know? So, um, the answer is, is very complex. It's not something that's going to be solved this year, I believe. Um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, it, it's the big vote is, is on May 1st. Um, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how Austin's plan of purchasing a, a property to house the homeless. We'll see how that goes. Like I said, there's people um, opposed to that as well. So um, like I said, at this moment, it's for city of Austin, at least it's damned if you do, damn if you don't. Uh, it's just a mess. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch with you guys to see how it plays out. Another topic that I wanted to hit on uh, probably very briefly is that today, um, April 12th, there was another, uh, I don't know if you would call it a mass shooting, but there was another shooting in Tennessee. Uh, from my understanding of things, there was uh, one person that was killed. Uh, there was a cop that was wounded. And then there was a suspect that was taken into custody. Um, I believe the last two weeks, there has probably been at least, I don't know, five to seven major mass shootings, I guess. Um, you know, and it just, it's not that it, it, it isn't a daily thing because it is, um, you know, maybe for myself, um, it's, it's more apparent, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I feel like these mass shootings are becoming normal, which sounds horrible to say, but I really don't think I'm wrong when I say that. And I don't think... Um, it should be or should feel normal. Um, it shouldn't feel normal, you know? And uh, for me, at least, I feel like it's it's getting to that point, you know? Uh, it's just constantly we, we, we hear these mass shootings going on. Um, we hear the number of victims. Um, and it's just sad. It's a sad state of affairs uh, for the entire country. You know, we have a gun problem, you know, we, we do. And what are we doing about it? You know, what are we doing about it? I, I, I personally, I am from, I'm from Texas. I, I think it's okay for people to have guns for sure. There's, there's not a, there, there is nothing in my mind that says it's not okay for people to have guns. But it's it's either the gun laws or the restrictions, in my opinion, 
are extremely loose to where we can we can allow these these actions these mass shootings to take place you know um i i honestly do not know what it's going to take if it'll take if it'll ever change you know like what what is it going to take you know I, I I know there are people out there that are that are firm believers in the Second Amendment, and I, I get all that, you know. But every day, whether it's police officers, kids, just innocent people being gunned down, and it's uh, it's heartbreaking, it's sickening, um, but it's it's becoming normal. And I, I, I believe, for the most part, we're we're accepting it as a as a society here in the United States. Um, I we need to do something. We need to do something. Whether it's stricter background checks, um, I, I think that there need to be harsher laws. For the people that own guns, that let them slip through the cracks and let their kids or, or whoever get a hold of their guns and, and commit these crimes with, you know, um, you know, a lot of these mass shootings are, are, are kids perpetrated by kids. Um, you know, I don't think I, I, they're not allowed to go and purchase the gun. So where do they get it from? You know, they got it from mom or dad. Uh, why wasn't it secured? Um, I, I don't know. There's there's a million questions that, that can be raised and a million more after that. Um, it's just a sad state, you know. What are we going to do about it? Are we going to do anything about it? Uh, obviously, right now, our Democrats are in charge. Um, I don't think they're going to... Actually, I'm not, I'm not going to say I don't think. I know they're not going to take away guns. I know that's 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 the the boogeyman uh, question or statement, I should say, that's always thrown out by Republicans. Is that uh, Democrats are going to take your guns? They're going to take your guns, and they're not. They're not going to take anyone's guns. Now, I do think they might ban guns some certain types of guns, they might impose stricter gun laws and restrictions and, and, uh, things of that sort. Um, but they're never going to take your guns. There is no way they are. It's just, it's just not possible. It's not feasible. Um, you know, but you, you have these people that are, that are, uh, I don't know. They, 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 their guns are more important to them than, than to kids, than kids' lives, you know, that are, that are being taken on a daily basis, you know? And, uh, it's just a shame, you know, that's just pretty much all I want to say about that. I know Joe Biden, um, proposed a few things here, uh, a few days ago, and it was actually the day of, uh, 
of a shooting. Um, I don't remember if it was here in Texas or uh, where. Um, just like I said, because there's been at least one a day for the last seven days, I think. Um, so hopefully that there are some things in place um, by the Biden administration that will be implemented to possibly help out. Uh, I know, you know, I think it's sad to say, but I know it'll never go away. Uh, I, I think I would be naive to say that the gun violence here in the United States is going to disappear um, because it's, it's not, you know, that's sad to say, but it's not. Uh, but I do hope that something happens to make it better. Um, I don't know if that's uh, me being extremely optimistic, um, but, but that that's, that's what I hope for. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Now that I've got you down in the dumps uh, thinking that this country has no future. I wanted to talk about uh, movies or even TV shows, I guess, too. Um, I'm a huge fan of movies. Uh, love movies. I love movies that uh, uh, that are uh, make you think a little bit. Um, I'm not a huge fan of comedy movies. I, I, I guess... For, for that reason that I just mentioned, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I definitely love comedy movies, um, but you know, when it comes to going to a theater and actually watching a comedy movie, um, it's probably something I've done maybe less than a handful of times. Uh, I, I like to go to. Um, uh, something action, I guess. Uh, so obviously, I'm. I'm a, or I guess that leads into uh, uh, letting you know that I'm a huge fan of of uh, Star Wars, um, DC, Marvel movies. Uh, love drama movies, uh, mystery or, thr- or thriller movies. Um, love documentaries as well. Um, so. Um, I recently saw, uh, is it Kong versus Godzilla? I think, or God, I think it's Kong versus Godzilla. Um, I saw that here. Um, I guess it was last week, probably, and that was actually the first movie I've probably seen in a year since the whole uh, COVID nineteen pandemic started. Uh, I, obviously I've been trying to be safe and quarantine and not go out and be in public. Um, but here, uh, last week, uh, I did go to the movie theater and to watch the movie. And there was only, um, a lady with her two or three little kids, you know, they're probably like eight or 10 years old or something, you know, um, so it was really cool getting out and going to check out a movie. Um, I Before the pandemic, I would probably go check out a movie in theater um, at least once a month, maybe, maybe twice a month sometimes, depending on, you know, obviously what was coming out. 
Um, but it was a cool experience, and I, I was I was happy that I uh, went out and 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 got to see uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Um, you know, it was it was a decent action entertainment movie, entertaining movie. Um, you know, obviously, it's not something I'm going to come come home and uh, uh, pick my brain about. You know, certain uh, scenes or anything like that. Um, but it, uh, you know, I thought it was a good action movie. Um, I thought a lot. I thought it looked great. Um, had a bunch of great scenes. Um, I would definitely recommend people to go out and see it. Um, I think since the pandemic started, it's the highest grossing movie that's been uh, uh, watched in in theaters um, in a year. Um, I think it grossed like maybe 60 million last I saw. Could be wrong, could be more, could be less. Um, but I would definitely recommend people to to watch it, um, whether it's uh, streaming at home through HBO Max or if you feel safe and confident to go watching it at your local theater. I would uh, I would recommend you do um, you do watch it, uh, wh- whatever option is best for you. Um, but it, it, it has sucked not, not, uh, watching any new releases in theater. Uh, that for sure. I can say with the pandemic, uh, for myself is, is definitely been a downer. Um, I, I love watching movies. Um, so I, you know, I've been trying to watch movies here, here at home, um, but uh, I don't, you know, I don't think nothing beats going to the theater and, and, and checking out a new movie. Um, I typically go, by, or actually not typically, but I always go by myself. Um, you know, there's no lady at the moment. And uh, actually, even if there was, I would probably go by myself anyway, just because I, I guess I'm weird like that. And I love to watch movies by myself. I don't know. And I love going at Thursday at 11 or 12, you know, in the morning um, to watch it. I do not like being in uh, a crowded movie theater. Um, and actually, the only times I have been in a crowded movie theater to, to watch a movie has been probably the um, uh, the Star Wars movies, you know, here, uh, what, episode seven, eight, nine. Um, obviously the Marvel movies and, and probably, uh, a DC movie as well. Um, but that's how I like to do it. You know, I like to go by myself and, uh, I don't know, I find it more enjoyable. Um, but, uh, like I said, I, I'm glad, um, I did that last week and I would recommend that you do that as well. Um, I, I, I am so ready for things to get back to normal. Uh, you know, not that I was out and about that much because I wasn't. Um, but, you know, I, I think like most people, I just want things to get back to normal. So I feel like we're getting there. We're making strides uh, with vaccinations um, to, you know, to get things back to normal. But uh, I'm definitely excited about um, 
you know, movies coming back out in theater again. Uh, I know one thing that I was looking forward to last year that I did not get to see either that was put off on, on being released um, was, uh, is, is it just called Top Gun 2? Um, is that what it's called? Or no, no, I think it's like Top Gun Maverick. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Um, you know, I don't know if you're a huge fan of the original Top Gun. I liked it. I thought it was a cool action movie with uh, uh, Tom Cruise, of course. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think it's going to be, um, you know, anything to write home about. Uh, but I thought it'd be a cool movie to check out. Um, so I, I don't know when it's getting released. I see something here that maybe July. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, um, but that's something I'm, I'm looking forward to is new releases coming back to theater. Um, but uh, I am currently watching, I guess, a few different shows at the moment. I'm watching uh, Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier. I'm watching uh, Superman and Lois on the CW. And also Disney, uh, the Disney streaming app released, uh, I guess, a sequel TV show to, uh, to the Mighty Ducks movie series. Um, I can't think of the name right now, but anyway, it's, 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 it's a Mighty Ducks TV show present day, um, which is, I don't know. I can't say that it's great. It's not a horrible, but it's, um, at the moment, at least where I'm at, and I don't want to give any spoilers just in case you do decide to watch it. Um, but, uh, it seems like the present day mighty ducks team is, uh, you know, the evil team and, uh, uh, you know, things, you know, roles have kind of reversed, I, I guess. Uh, cause obviously the mighty ducks, uh, during the movies were, were um, the team that uh, uh, all the kids that were cut or stragglers or didn't, that didn't fit in with other teams. That's, that's where they, they found their home, you know, and, and, and they built from there, but uh, the roles are reversed. Um, so I think it's, if you were a fan of the series and uh, of the movie series and you, you know, grew up in the nineties. Um, I think it's worth watching just to see what it's about. Uh, but if you miss it, you're, you're not, you know, you're not gonna, uh, uh, you're not gonna worry too much about not seeing it, you know? Um, but, um, I'm watching that right now. Uh, Superman and Lois on CW is actually really cool. Um, Superman and Lois are together. They moved back to Smallville. They have two teenage sons together. Um, again, I'm not going to give away any spoilers just in case you watch it. I, if you're a DC fan, if you're a Superman fan, I would definitely recommend watching it. Um, I think it's 
four episodes in and um, it's been pretty cool. I would definitely recommend this to watch it if you're a Superman fan. Um, I think the they've been on Paul. There hasn't been a new episode released in like the last three or four weeks. Um, they're just having a, I, I don't know how long of a break. I'm assuming a month probably. Um, so that kind of sucks for me uh, just because I enjoyed the first four episodes and then to have, you know, a month break uh, kind of sucks. But uh, I would definitely recommend watching that. And uh, I'm trying to think, was that the only thing I was watching? Oh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, this last episode, which is episode three, I believe, was actually really good. Um, the first couple episodes, I was kind of on the fence as far as whether I liked it or not. Uh, episode three was pretty big. Uh, something pretty big happened. Um, I'm excited to see where they take it from there. Uh, you know, I'll be honest and say I'm not a huge Anthony Mackie fan. He's the guy that plays uh, Falcon. I think he's okay for what he does for his role for Falcon in, in the MCU. Uh, if you're familiar with who he is and his work, you would probably see him all over Netflix. And I feel like he's just kind of a generic action guy. I feel like, um, uh, this sounds horrible to say, cause I, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I just feel like he's a one trick pony that, that, uh, you know, gets assigned, all these action roles and he plays the same guy over and over and over and over again. And so, uh, if you're, if you're browsing through, uh, uh, Netflix, you'll see him on, uh, at least two different series or movies outside of the MCU. And there's probably a third one in there that I'm not remembering. And like I said, he just plays this generic, action star um across these series or movies you know and it's just kind of ah man you know I'm, I'm not a huge i don't i don't you know i don't like to criticize actors but ah oh, man i just can't get past it for him you know like i just like i said i don't hate the guy i don't i don't uh he's a nice guy he's a, he's a nice guy and like I said, I think he he does the he plays the role of the Falcon well, uh, but I just don't hope he gets himself uh, I guess typecast. I think is the word um, where he just continuously pay, plays these uh, these action roles. You know, I, I I I hope there's maybe there's some other stuff out there that I haven't seen that uh, 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 would change my mind. Um, as far as how I feel about him, you know, maybe there's something out there that, that, that I'm missing and I haven't seen yet. And so maybe it's not fair to, to say that he's typecast, but, uh, you know, so, um, maybe I'll, I'll do a little bit more work and, and, and see if there's anything out there that, um, there might be a little bit of a different role for him, 
uh, versus just the uh, the action roles that I've seen. Um, but like I said, uh, he's a nice guy, and I don't I don't I'm not trying to bash him. I just um, <laughs> that's just my honest opinion at the moment. Like I said, maybe there's something he's working on or that's out there already that I'm not aware of. Uh, but anyway. Uh, I think that's everything that I'm actually watching right now. Um, I guess the next biggest thing that I'm, uh, waiting for to come out is, um, is, uh, I need to stop smacking. I hate that. Uh, is, um, star, I did it again. Star Wars, uh, Bad Batch, uh, should come out on May the 4th. Um, uh, and that's a... I guess a sequel, man. Um, so if you're familiar with Star Wars, of course. Uh, so yeah, so I guess it would be a sequel to the Clone Wars. Um, uh, earlier this, I think it was earlier this year, um, Star Wars and Disney, I guess, released season se- seven of Clone Wars, which uh, I think Clo- Clone Wars originally ended um maybe five, six years ago, and they never actually finished off the series properly. I think it was uh, actually because of Disney's acquisition of the Star Wars franchise. I believe that's the reason why it was never finished properly. Uh, So uh, I believe it was this year, earlier this year, Disney went ahead and released season seven. I believe it's season seven. uh, Season seven of uh clone wars and so uh in season seven we were introduced to uh clone force 99 which is bad batch um so bad batch um this series tv series is i guess a sequel um to clone wars but only focused on clone force 99 uh it's not gonna have any other any of the other characters in there uh, but it should be pretty cool to see what happens with the uh, Clone Force 99. Um, what ha- what do they do after Order 66 is uh, is uh, given out by um, uh, Darth Sidious? Uh, so how do they respond to that? Um, so I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, and again, that's here three weeks from now. Um, I guess that's all the TV shows and movies that I'm watching. Uh, the other big thing that I have been hooked on is Formula One. Uh, I am not a huge racing guy at all. I don't love. I don't like any form of racing. NASCAR, I cannot stand. I think it's extremely boring. Uh, IndyCar, I've just, I've never been interested. Never, never been interested. Um, the only reason I got into Formula One was because of Netflix's series, um, Drive to Survive, which is, uh, um, which they followed, um, the 2019 season, is it? No, no, I think it's the 2018, 2019, and 2020 seasons of, um, of Formula One. And so uh, during a series, obviously, they introduce you to um, 
all of the car, uh, uh, all of the teams, all of the drivers, which there's only 10 teams and there's two team, uh, two drivers per team. So it's, it's not a lot of people to get familiar with or teams to get familiar with. So I found it pretty easy to, uh, get familiar with, with not said familiar too many times already, um, to get to know, um, all the drivers and all the teams. It was actually really easy, uh, you know, obviously Netflix played up some things for, for the series. Um, you know, I later found out some things didn't, didn't go down as they were portrayed in Netflix, but you know, it's, it's just meant to be a series. It's not meant to be a documentary of the season. It's just kind of a recap and things are played up for TV and for it to be entertaining. Um, but anyway, that's, that's how I got introduced to formula one. And, uh, man, I, I am hooked. I am hooked on formula one. Uh, I actually got a subscription to formula one TV. Um, the season just started up again here. Uh, I guess two weeks ago. Um, and man, I, it's been a long time with the, something sport related, I guess, that I've been interested in. And, uh, man, I, I'm, like I said, I'm just all in with, with Formula Run right now. Um, if you've never seen it, I, 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 here's, here's what I would say. I would recommend watching the, uh, the Netflix series Drive to Survive. Like I said, it follows all 10 teams, all 20 drivers. Um, most of them, obviously some of them get the spotlight more than others. Um, I would recommend watching that. And obviously if you like that, then, then you can kind of delve into formula one. But, uh, like I said, I'm hooked right now. So, um, you know, now I have a favorite driver. Now I have a, uh, favorite team. Like I said, I, I got the app. I think it's 10 bucks a month where I'm going to watch all the races, you know? Uh, so there's another race this weekend that I'm extremely excited about. Um, but man, that's, that's, that's my thing right now is formula one. Um, obviously being in the Austin area, they, there, we do have the circuit of the Americas here and, uh, formula one does race there. They've been racing there the last, uh, five or six years. And I have not gone out there to watch the formula one race. I think I wanted to go to the initial one back in 2015, 2016, and I never got around to it. Uh, the race here last year was canceled because of the pandemic. Um, it seems with how things are going this year that it's going to move forward. Uh, so my plan is to definitely attend. I think tickets go on sale four twenty seven, I believe. Um, and I believe the and the race should be at, I think the end of October, maybe the twenty second through the twenty fourth, if I remember correctly. It could be off a few days. Um, but right now that is, that is my thing. You know, football's not going on. I'm not a crazy huge fan of baseball. I have to be there in person to really watch it. Um, so right now for me, formula one is, is my thing. Uh, you know, I watch tons of videos on YouTube, follow the subreddits, follow the Twitters of all the teams, the Instagrams of the drivers, you know, it's just, uh, Right now, I'm 110% into Formula One. Uh, 
so if you've never seen it uh, uh, or have no freaking clue what I'm talking about, uh, like I said, I would at least recommend watching the Netflix series. And, uh, you know, you might find that entertainment, entertaining and then maybe move into um, actually learning a little bit about the sport. Uh, but for me right now, th- those are the things that, that I'm uh, interested in as far as movies, TV shows, and I guess sports. Uh, I, I think you would call Formula One a sport. Uh, but, oh, man, um, that's 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 my thing right now. So uh, I would dec- definitely recommend those series or those movies or uh, Formula One um, to, uh, to check out if, if you're interested. Okay, um, so I believe this is the end of the podcast. Um, I'm actually tired of talking. Um, <laughs> uh, I I didn't think I could talk or say as much as I did in this uh, this episode. Um, so I'm really surprised by that. Um, I guess that's a good thing. You know, I thought it was going to be extremely hard to get like 10 minutes. And uh, I got a lot more than 10 minutes. Um, but, you know, that's 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 uh, that's my rundown or recap for the day. Um, you know, this is this is brand new for me. So I'm sure the format or the material probably will change. Um, I actually my plan uh, is actually to. Um, and I don't know if this is going to sound good or not, or will be great material or not, but I actually ordered a, um, lavalier mic and my plan is actually to record this, uh, before I go to sleep. So it, it will truly be like my actual end of day conversation with you, I guess. Um, you know, I don't know if it'll be as long as, as this first episode or in, or in depth, I guess. Um, maybe it'll just be some quick hitting topics. I don't know. I kind of like the long format, I like talking. Um, so that's really surprising that I, like I said, that I, that I talked as much as I did. Um, but uh, yeah, my plan is to actually record myself uh, uh, as I'm preparing for bed, I guess and uh, to see what kind of uh, uh, product comes of that, I guess. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, but I, I had a great time discussing uh, these few topics with you. Um, I don't know how all this works, but I plan on putting this up and uh, hopefully somebody hears this and we'll go from there. And I think there's a way for you to message me and or make comments or something like that. Um, uh, so they would definitely be appreciated whether good or bad Um, criticism my opinion is always good Um, but uh, I think that's it Um, I if you listen to any of this or to all of this I appreciate it Uh, and I look forward to getting the next episode out I don't know how consistent I'm going to be 
with uh, with uh, putting on episodes, but I guess it all depends on if people like it or not. Um, it's kind of scary to put out a close to 40 minute podcast. I don't know if people are going to listen to that or not, but uh, um, I'm thinking maybe closer to like 20 minutes, you know? I think my I think what I envision the podcast being is something that uh, you can put on as you're going to bed and kind of uh, um, I don't want to say fall asleep too because I want you to listen to it uh, but uh, maybe uh, try not to be so heavy with some of the topics I don't know I mean, I, th- I think uh, a couple of things that I talked about are, are very uh, uh, important um, and one not so much. So, uh, but like I said, this is, uh, um, it's all exciting and uh, there's a million different directions that I can take this into, um, but I think it all depends on uh, the feedback uh, that I get from you guys, if I get any feedback at all, actually. So, uh, but that's it. Uh, like I said, if you listen to any of this or all of this, I appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Uh, have a great night. And I hope you have a great day. Um, and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>